Welcome back. My name is Chris. I'm Andy. And I'm Steve. And this is Streaming Things. Welcome back. Welcome back. Everyone. Good to see you here again. I don't see you, but I wish I did. I bet you're beautiful in your own special way. I bet you're just a downright fox. You think so? In like in a, in a traditional way? Soup to nuts. <laughs> Soup to nuts. Yeah. As they say. So today's a big day, an auspicious one, in fact. It's a secret episode. Some might say we didn't have anything planned. I say nay. It was a secret until you read the, the episode's title. We're going to be talking about the 2021 Oscars. The nominations, rather. Chris, you want to say that again? The 2021 Oscars. But what was the way you were saying it earlier? Oscar. The Oscar. Nomination. nomination. <laughs> Oscar. Nomination. Because I like to think of the Academy as an elitist cult of elderly white folk. And they actually have like an eyes wide shut-esque underground lair. And I there's a guy. I think that's what QAnon says too, bro. Really? Yeah, it could be on to something. Hollywood cult, yeah. So then, yeah, they're just like marching through the catacombs. And there's one guy before they announce what the nominations are going to be amidst the cult. He's just marching down the hallway of the catacombs, probably shaking some kind of bell going Oscar nominations. And there's like a weird murmur of prayer throughout the crowd in a, in a dead language. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sacrificing the guy that fucked up the La La Land. Exactly. Video. Rabble, 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 rabble. Mel Gibson's at the head of the dais. <laughs> <laughs> Why Mel Gibson? Because you know, if that existed, he would be the leader. That's true. This scary bad guy beard. Everybody knows. That's why they always get Oscar nominations. <laughs> mm, good. good. Yes. <laughs> Who shall we sacrifice this year to get another nomis- <laughs> midnight <laughs> nomination? Anyway, Clint Eastwood's definitely there. Just talking to chairs. He's like the Grand Moff well, Tarkin. Infusing him with the blood of children <laughs> so he can come back to life. He's and the make Tarkin another of the group for sure. The Tarkin. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so that's what we're going to be talking about. The 2021 Oscar nominations. And also today is the big announcement where we announced the winner of the contest that we set forth two weeks ago. All you had to do is actually pretty labyrinthine now that we think about it in retrospect. There was a lot of work on your end. Uh, all we had to do, we you had to retweet one of our posts regarding streaming things. Uh, of which there were precious few, admittedly, and send it to our email at streamingthingspod at gmail.com, or a screenshot of that, rather. And what we meant was, maybe not everybody has Twitter. Maybe you could share it on your Facebook. Everybody has something, we thought, right? So you got Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, MySpace, uh, TikTok, Snapchat, whatever you Grinder. Put it on your fucking grinder. We didn't care. We just wanted you to put us out Dude, there. Dude, put on your grinder and see how much fucking... Mm, you swipe know. right on streaming things. How That's what we're saying. You get like courtesy of the streaming things crew. That's what we're trying to say. So here's the thing: we admit this was a uh, catastrophic failure. We're talking Pompeii levels. Okay, so our social media presence, even though we have a decent listenership, and of the listeners that we have, the best listeners and fans in the world, very engaged, very active, very loving and supportive throughout countless. Uh, vain attempts, right, to keep this show going. And yet here we are only because of you. So that worked. However, our social media presence, extremely weak. And we knew that. That's why we came up with this idea, right? And yet our social media presence is so weak that the contest wherein I am willing to pay you to engage with me on social media (laughs) 
did not work either. <laughs> but it's okay. We did get some participation. So the odds of you winning tonight, if you did this and you're sitting here listening Monday yeah, morning-ish. I, I like to assume you're a prompt listener and you're just excited like, how much of a chance do I have to win? Was it, is it one in a million? Is this like the lottery? I could really use that 50 Amazon bone. Those Bezos bones, please let them be mine. Let me tell you, you got like a one in 10. <laughs> so pretty fucking good. So you can get excited right now. Steve, tell them how we're going to decide this uh, auspicious event. Well, we here at Streaming Things believe in science, and so what we have done is we've taken all your tweets and we have used an algorithm to uh, find the ones and zeros that create them, essentially finding what creates your soul on social media. And we have put that through an algorithm that distills it into its very essence, which is your name scribbled on a piece of notebook paper mm -hmm. that we have cut out, thrown haphazardly on the table. Yeah. Are they even in a hat, Steve? <laughs> are they even a hat? Nay. Are they in a bowl? Nay. Are they in any sort of container Hallelujah that would facilitate this procedure? <laughs> we are literally going to pick up one of the nine pieces of paper. <laughs> or you know that's what we're doing. And give that motherfucker 50 bucks Hell for yeah. no reason. It did not work at all. It is as if <laughs> we paid a PR person uh, 50 bucks and they just went home and jerked <laughs> off. <laughs> and wherever it landed is the one we picked. <laughs> All right. With that. Oh, wait, hold on. Introduction. Let's choose the winner. All right, here we go. You ready, Chris? I'm ready. Here we go. Where will it stop? Where will it stop, baby? Big money, big money, big money, big money. No whammies. It's still spinning. It's still spinning. And the winner is... Chauncey Luce. Is that how you pronounce that? Is it, it supposed it, to sound like a... It's Chauncey Luce. Uh, okay, Chauncey. I wanted to say it Chauncey, like a... Chauncey, Chauncey. Espanol wrestler. <laughs> Chauncey Luce. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It sounds like a Pokemon. Yeah. Chauncey. Chauncey. <laughs> Isn't there Why one... Why do you only say your fucking name? <laughs> Congratulations. Uh, do we... Yeah, you, we, you emailed us the screenshot. So we have your email. Yeah, so Chauncey... Which is, by the way, why we did that portion of the contest. It all made sense at the time. Yeah, so thank you everyone who did uh, email us and send that in and retweet it. Uh, we thank you so much for the for the few of you that did. Uh, Chauncey, we will be emailing you soon. So uh, keep an eye on your email and we'll let you know how we can uh, get you that $50 Amazon gift card that Chris has provided we will send that henceforth thank you so much to everyone who participated so if you've never listened to the show before uh it's pretty much what you're hearing now however we also occasionally talk about tv and film and we're going to get to that very soon um follow us on twitter or whatever uh, <laughs> you can find me on twitter at c michael writes as in what shakespeare does andy i'm at andy most days and i'm at steve may 13 steve may 13th of his name very excited to see what Steve's going to tweet next. I don't know why I said very excited. I just tried to run with it and it kind of worked. What am I excited about? <laughs> it kind of worked. What am I excited about? I am excited, segue, about next week's show because we're going to be talking about Mortal Kombat. Oh, yeah. The, the, the reboot, the remake, sequel, requel. We'll find out. Whatever it is, it's, it's going to be amazing. It's coming out on HBO Max. HBO to the max on April 23rd. I believe we are recording that evening. So we might, we might do the, some old school streaming. Oh, no, it'll be Saturday, won't it? 
doesn't matter. That day or the next, we'll be recording, so it'll be really fresh on our minds. And uh, the Oscars, which we're going to be talking about tonight, will actually take place on Sunday, April 25th. So the next time you listen to this, both things will have happened. Yeah. Um, anywho, so. But next see. episode is Mortal Kombat. Mortal and, then Kombat. The, and then the episode following that one will be our Oscars kind of recap if we. We'll if probably we mention it, but who knows if that'll be the, the, the main event. All of our predictions we make tonight will be wrong and then we'll just ignore it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. Doesn't matter. I haven't seen most of the movies. Who cares? I hate movies. Let's talk about, speaking of movies, mm. let's talk about some we, we, we've been streaming. Crossing Streams, the <gasps> wonderful segment where we talk about what we've been up to in the digital artistic space since last we met. Andy, you can start us off as always. Yo, I've been streaming so many things. Yo. Tell me. <laughs> so many As things. Morpheus would say, show me. Show me. Um, so, I've streamed so many things that I went through and I wrote 15 word reviews for them. Like so in a to, haiku format? Why 15 words? Because I wrote the first one. I was like, that's 15 words. And I'm going to stick with that number. And so I just went from there. Uh, uh, I respect your psychotic commitment to symmetry. Uh, since you have written down your thoughts in 15 word, almost poems or short stories, mm-hmm. I imagine. Can Chris and I rate your rate my review? <laughs> rate oh, your no. reviews. I would have tried way harder <laughs> if I knew that was going to be the case. This would be the Oscar nominations so, of Andy's reviews. So the first one I watched is an Oscar nominee. It is uh, Two Distant Strangers on Netflix, uh, directed by Trayvon Free. It is a uh, nominated for best original short. Um, it is. Well, here's my review. Felt icky seeing George Floyd's scenario as Groundhog's Day, but it had a powerful message. It is a movie where it is a time loop. Seven out of ten. <laughs> but it is. <laughs> it's a time loop, but it is a uh, black man that is continually being killed by the police. And uh, it. And like the very first time that he dies is a George Floyd type of scenario. And I was watching this and it's like, this is very clearly what you're doing. And I understand why you're doing it, but I feel really weird. Like the trial is just going on right now with Mm -hmm. the police officer and stuff. And I was like, was this made before or after the the George Floyd's incident? I don't know. I didn't look up like when it shot and stuff. I don't know. Phil. Well, I mean like either way, like that's something that's always plagued america for a while now so sure yeah <laughs> very true very very true and even in more recent news it just keeps getting worse and worse yeah <clears throat> yes all right next i uh streamed train to Busan presents peninsula which first off that god i hate the title of that movie they, they just wait, wait what is it again train to Busan presents cool. peninsula that's so this is this is not train to Busan. This is sequel. another movie. It's the sequel. It's a sequel directed by Yan Sang Ho, who nobody is no American audience is going to recognize that name. So you can't say that he presents or that uh, they say train to Busan presents. Well, they had to include huh. the IP, but they didn't want to call it train to Busan 2. Mm hmm. I don't know why it wouldn't just be Train to Busan 2 Peninsula. Or, or just Train to Busan Peninsula. You know what I mean? Just sure. Or yeah. Train to Peninsula. <laughs> right. Or Peninsula to Busan. way better anyway so my review for that doesn't reach emotional highs of the original doesn't try to and is better for it four to five trained to busan (laughs) peninsula next i watched uh the mandela effect on hulu directed by david guy levy um my review is follows we don't need a whole movie saying you don't remember how to spell berenstein bears that's it that movie was awful was it a documentary on the no, it was a fictional movie. It was about a guy who's uh, 
his daughter passes away in a tragic circumstance, and then he becomes obsessed with the Mandela effect. And he's trying to remember, did my daughter's stuffed animal of Curious George have a tail? It was a Jif or Jiffy. Right. How wasn't it Berenstein Bears or was it Berenstein Bears? Is that an Bears? Oscar nominee? No. It why was did just you something watch I watched. That? I I don't know. I don't know why I do the things that I do, Christopher. <laughs> because I, I like weird, schlocky horror thriller type things. I knew that. Is it um, on Shudder? No, that was on Hulu. Okay, so that's available on Hulu. And then mm-hmm. the the short, what was that again? Uh the short was Two Distant Strangers. That's on Netflix. Netflix, okay. Train of Busan was on Shudder. I left that part out. Gotcha. As a Shudder exclusive. Next, I watched The Father, which was a rental. Um, so it's watchable wherever uh directed by florian zeller who also wrote the play my review my 15 word review is as follows i need more than 15 words to properly convey just how good this movie is 10 out of 10 (laughs) 31 out of 51 good dads so so meta that movie was so good i'm sorry let me change my let me change my review 10 out of 10 daddies (laughs) daddy it's anthony hopkins best performance um Olivia Coleman kills it. The production design is amazing. Uh, for those that don't know, it is a movie uh, about a uh, elder, older gentleman who is dealing with dementia and his family around his, his loved ones who are trying to deal with it and care for him. But it, it takes place and is filmed from his perspective. Uh, so like characters are changing. The actors are playing. These characters are changing. The set design is changing around him in real subtle ways. Oh, interesting. Um, it's brilliant. I love it. That's a good idea. Yes. I like that. Super good idea. Is that nominated? It is for a whole bunch of things. I think six Oscars. Uh, Anthony Hopkins deserves to win for best actor. Uh, Olivia Coleman probably will win for uh, best supporting actors. Tony, Tony Hopkins. He's one, right? Like he's, he's an Oscar winner, right? Yes. He's not one of those actors that uh, uh, always won. Silence of the Lambs, didn't he? Okay. I know we learned, I know we discovered that Silence of the Lambs won best picture a couple Mm -hmm. episodes ago. But I feel well, like it was one of the ones that won the big three, right? That's right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, because we learned that. Mm-hmm. We learned that on the During show. During the trivia shows. Yeah. Chris's 21 trivia. I believe his only Oscar, Oscar is uh, 1992 Silence of the Limbs, Best Actor. Wow. That's shocking because he's, he's just always been firing on all cylinders, I feel like, my entire life of watching him. You know? <laughs> he's a phenomenal presence. Yeah. For sure. Amazing. And honestly, of all the movies I've seen of his, I do think this is the best he's ever done. Well, that makes me excited to watch it as one of the, the, the ones that I have not seen. So I'm, uh, I will get to that before you, we record Mortal Kombat. Did you mention where you uh, watched I, that? I streamed it. Rented it. I rented it. So rented it was it. just, I did it on Apple TV, but I'm sure you can do it many places. Cool. Uh, next, I another Oscar nominee, Best Picture uh, and Director and Actress. I watched No Man, Nomad Land. And I've been talking to Chris about this. That, mo- that movie title is impossible to say right the first time. Nomad Land? It's just for Andy. Fuck you. Nomad Land. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I streamed that on Hulu. Uh, it's directed by Chloe Zhao. My review is as follows. Francis McDormand is a national treasure who must be protected, but this movie is not. Seven uh, out of ten RVs. <laughs> I thought that it was kind of boring. It didn't go many places. Um, I felt like it was a cool idea to have nomad people play themselves in it, but they're not actors. And so they came off as stilted. It also kind of whitewashes Amazon and their horrific work conditions that they have there, have there in the warehouses. Um, it was filmed pretty gorgeously. Uh, the it, the cinematography reminded me a lot of Manchester by the Sea. Um, so I, I really liked the cinematography, but I, I just didn't it didn't do it for me. But Francis McDormand was awesome in it. So, you know, it's worth checking out, if not just for that. Is it possible for Francis McDormand to not be awesome? No, I no. think she has tried. She's uh, she's awesome. Be bold and mighty forces will come to your aid. <laughs> Get to said that. 
believe it. Um, next, I watched another Oscar nominee. Ooh. I watched Trial of the Chicago 7 on Netflix, directed by Aaron Sorkin. My review is as follows. A bunch of people sit around being really excited they're in an Aaron Sorkin movie. Three out of seven Chicago Sevens. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Uh, of the Oscar nominees, it's the most rewatchable. Aaron Sorkin makes great movies, and uh, this is no different. Uh, it is a little historically inaccurate. I discovered after the fact when I read a bunch of stuff about the trial of the Chicago Seven, um, but I enjoyed it very much. I think that Sasha Baron Cohen was awesome as Abby. Kaufman. A lot of people gave him shit um, for his fake Bostonian accent, but I, I thought he was great. I thought all the actors, thought, all the thought, performances were good. Absolutely. Um, and the guy from, fuck, I'm going to get a lot of shit for forgetting his name, but the, he's in succession. Um, but, uh, oh, shoot. They, a lot of people said he was just phoning it in. Um, I, oh, I, I thought he was awesome. I really enjoyed that movie. I really did. I, I think it's the weakest of the best picture nominees for best picture. Right. But, mm-hmm. um, I haven't seen all of them yet, but I'm getting close. Um, I can't remember that actor's name either. I'm absolutely, I'm looking it up because it's going to drive me absolutely nuts. Jeremy Strong. Jeremy Strong. Thank you. He is strong in this movie. Jeremy Strong. Uh, six out of eight strongs. Next, I watched Sound of <laughs> Metal, uh, another Oscar nominee, uh, Best Picture nominee uh, on Am- Amazon Prime, directed by Darius Martyr. Uh, my review is as follows. This movie is definitely going to win Best Sound Design, and it's not even close. Um, 100%. Four to eight metallurgists. <laughs> um... Also, they don't play metal in it. Like, it's like this indie alt rock grunge type thing. And I was like, this is not metal. Why is it called Sound of Metal? Um, and I actually still don't know why. I guess maybe like the sound of the uh, cochlear implants, potentially. I'm, I'm really not sure why it's titled what it is. Anyway. I don't know why, but when you said that, Andy, I thought immediately, like, that's the most Jack Black Andy's ever sounded in my life. <laughs> Hell Why yes. is it this metal? This isn't metal enough. This isn't metal. Grunge Rock tried to kill the metal, <laughs> but it failed. <laughs> so Sound of Metal is about a uh, musician who uh, loses his hearing and... Uh, he is also a addict who is um, fairly recently recovered, and it's him trying to navigate uh, losing not just his hearing, but also his way of life because he is a touring musician. Uh, main character, Ruben Stone, played by Riz Ahmed. Riz Ahmed does a wonderful job in that movie. It made me uh, depressed and it made me think a lot about uh, the fact that there's this enormous community of people uh, in the United States that... Uh, speak and under will not speak but understand english the same way that i do but i can't communicate with them because i don't know asl and it made me really sad and so i went and learned the alphabet i'm like i can at least have that right and so i'm going to try to uh try to expand on my understanding of asl a little bit as uh as my life continues next i watched uh nobody a rental directed by Ilya Nyshuler, uh who i just discovered um he also directed hardcore henry yes and that was awesome. Um, I we watched that, that before we filmed Kinsey, the night before when the cast and crew showed up to spend the night at the house. Oh, yeah. I remember we, we watched it together. And in I rented basement, Hardcore I Henry for everybody. That. Yeah. You ever seen Hardcore Henry, Steve? I haven't. So for those that don't know at home, that movie is shot completely in the first person, like a video game. Like you can see the arms with the gun and that's it kind of thing, um, which sounds absurd, but it's actually incredibly immersive and creative and, and insane that somebody would make a feature film out of that. But they did. Mm-hmm. It was super cool. Uh, so it's nobody what the, it's is what the Doom movie wanted to be. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so nobody is the Bob Wick movie. It's Bob Odenkirk playing, <laughs> playing John Wick. Um, my review is as follows: tonally inconsistent movie with very silly writing, but watching Bob Odenkirk Kirk kick some ass rules. 
Uh, I had a lot of fun with it. I watched it with Chris. I'm not going to talk much more about it because we'll, he'll probably want to talk about it a little bit in his streaming section because we watched it together. Nine and a half somebody's out of 15 and a half. <laughs> out of nobody's. Uh, <laughs> and then last, I watched first two episodes of Invincible. I ran out of time and I didn't write a review for that. But it was well, really good. I, I'm disappointed. <laughs> zero out of 10 Invincible. You get a zero for that one, Andy. Failed the assignment. Boo. Wait, wait, Super wait. cool cast. Does awesome you job bringing comic book series to life. I like tacos. You could have said I liked it. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> you just threw tacos in. Steve, what have you been streaming? Well, to piggyback off that, I also watched Invincible this week. But I watched... I, I'm all caught up except for the yes. episode that came out this week. What did you think? loved it isn't it so good loved it so i honestly i started watching it the very first episode i'm watching like all right this is fine and no i know where you're going this is okay like whatever nothing i haven't seen before i'll I'll have it on you know in the background while i do while while i like do laundry or something and then 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 chris (laughs) they fool you they trick you because they put the the end title logo on and then they put like executive producer directed by and they're like oh wait hold on let's not get too deep into the credits now because we got a whole other scene to play and that scene is so goddamn intriguing (laughs) and violent and insane and just completely different from the last i don't know 30 minutes of the show you saw prior that i was me to like okay i'm gonna put down my laundry and uh i gotta watch the rest of this in a day so i (laughs) i watched the entire series i could all in one sitting one night this week. It was really, really good. I loved it. The cat, I think you talked about the cast last time when you brought Ridiculous, it up. Ridiculous, ridiculous. It's so good. Um, I just love everybody in that. And I, you know, I'm a sucker for Jason Manzoukas. So seeing him pop up in anything is always fun, even though he technically just plays Jason Manzoukas and everything yeah, I've ever seen him. In. Do you watch Big Mouth? Yeah, I've seen, yeah, I, I'm not caught up, but yeah. I've that show that. is one of my favorite comedic cartoons, adult cartoons, whatever you want to call it. And it, I don't want to go wax poetic about Big Mouth, but whenever I hear Jason Mansukas now, I just picture him fucking a pillow and all this. So it's just it's really tough and serious settings for sure. Uh, but anyway. was that the um, the one in yellow that has like coin explosive coins or something? Yes, yeah, Rexploder. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. I love the I love names. That you know too. the names. That's awesome. Well, I just watched the show like a couple days ago, so gotcha. it's, it's it's fresh in the old noggin. They do some really creative things because over the decades, it's become difficult to come up with superheroes and their powers that are unique, but also not lame. Like you can do like mustard man, you know, it's like Condiment to, King to be, yeah, you can be, <laughs> you can be unique in that way, but it's like, okay. And, but especially IPs like this and like the boys where you have dozens and dozens of different powers and you have to try to be somewhat unique and they, they do a good job. There's some pretty, pretty yeah. And I, ones. I love how, um, just unabashedly, weird the show is and they lean into it like every episode is like oh there's there's aliens coming through a portal now and then the next episode is like oh there's there's a weird you know fish dude that's wearing like a like a v-neck shirt and he's just like bored underwater and there's there's a lot of weird shit that happens in, in this show and they lean into it and it reminds me a lot of like um this is a completely different show tonally, but it was a uh, earth's mightiest Avengers, which is the Avengers cartoon series from like 10 years ago where every episode was like really weird and goofy. And it was like, yep, this is a comic book world, but imagine that. But if it was like, you know, a lot more serious and adult and actually resonating still with, right. a, with a bomb cast, um, 
there's a lot of plot threads going on that's uh, alternate from the, the main story, which I can't even get into because that would be too much of a spoiler. But there's a lot of really neat plot threads with like a like this character, like oh, is this character? You know what? What's what are they up to? What's this power? You know what's the secret government organization? Are they good? There's a lot of like who do I trust in the show? Um, like because other than the main character, there's there's good reason to not trust anyone else, right? Other than the main character named Invincible. Um, but no, I, I I've been having a blast with it. I love it. Um, the other thing that I have been streaming of note, I'm gonna give you a little hint. You guys ready for it? I'm ready. I don't know if they're ready at home. They're going to have to get ready real quick. Test your might. Oh, yeah. Test your might. Here it comes. Yeah. Oh, you guys. Oh, here it comes. Let's do it. Here's Just do mic. it, bro. We got to wait. We got to hold it. Here we go. You guys ready? It's going down. So, yeah, I watched the original Mortal Kombat movie. Uh, and the sequel, I hope. No, I did not watch Annihilation. (laughs) (laughs) So I watched the uh, 1995 um, Mortal Kombat directed by uh, Paul Anderson. Paul Thomas Anderson. Paul Thomas Anderson. There's like three Paul Andersons in film, and they get it's easy to confuse them. It's probably not Paul Thomas Anderson. It's definitely not. (laughs) No, no shit. It is. Now I'm gonna. But that would be amazing to see a Paul Thomas Anderson movie. (laughs) Thirteen minute long wide shot opening of just Shang Sun standing over a bed of bones, like writing poetry. Oh my god, that would be amazing. So it's Paul W. S. Anderson. Sorry. Yeah, there's like so many fucking Paul Andersons in That them. is weird. If I was named Paul Anderson and I wanted to be a director, I would certainly not change my name just in case. It got me <laughs> right. some extra clicks. <laughs> so it was also the 1996 movie. I said 95 earlier, so forgive me. Um, but god damn it, that movie is so bad. But I love everything about it. Like it's the type of bad you could watch and just love. Cause uh it's not ashamed of what it is, but it also knows what it is at the same time. And there's a lot of weird quirks in the movie. Like, um, for, for example, Christopher Lambert, Lambert, excuse me, Lambert. He, uh, he plays Lord Raiden in like on the surface. That's horrible casting. Like this is that's just really <laughs> bad casting, but he's one of the best parts of the movie because this dude fucks up on screen like 10 times in the movie and they keep every single one of those takes. I, I guarantee none of these were the right, like there's one, there's one take where he's like the fate of billions rest in your hands. <laughs> Sorry. And then he walks off screen like that's in the movie and there's yeah. no way. That's the that- best part. <laughs> uh, and then uh, of course, um, Kerry, who I'm going to mispronounce this, Kerry Hiroyuki Tagawa, who plays Shang Tsung, is actually legitimately good in the movie. He's fucking incredible. He's, he's got, amazing. He's got such a great presence, and he chews his scenery Your so soul well. is mine. <laughs> that line of him like holding Liu Kang's brother's head up and pointing at the camera, saying that is so ingrained into my head <laughs> as a child. Like that is like quintessential childhood to me. Is just that guy. Your soul is mine, and. We have so much to thank as mortal. Like if you're a fan of the, the, the modern game franchise, you have so much to thank this movie for a, that dope theme we just listened to at the top, but B, like th- this movie's the reason why Kano is Australian. Now it, 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 uh, it's just, it's, it's amazing. I just love how bad it is. There's just, and it's so weird too. Like, even though it's fairly faithful to the original two games, 
Um, it also does really weird choices like scorpions, his, his, you know, the famous scorpion hook that he mm-hmm. hooks a character and goes, get over here and yeah. brings you over. It's like this weird lizard, like f- monster that like comes out of his hand and like, meh, like I opens its mouth. That. And it's so weird. There's a, there's a scene where like he, he's fighting Johnny Cage and he like his little, you know, lizard hook mouth thing. He shoots it out of his hand and it's chasing Johnny Cage. Johnny Cage is running and there's like a bunch of first person perspective where it's chasing Johnny through the woods. And then at the last second, Johnny Cage kind of like sidesteps it. And this lizard thing goes into a tree, but it like splats on the tree like and it dies. And the only thing I think it was like, what was the fucking plan there? <laughs> was it just going to hit Johnny Cage and die? Like, uh, But no, it's oh, and the Goro puppet in that movie is like amazing, but also horrible at the same time. Cause it looks really cool. Like they put a lot of effort into that thing, but at any moment it looks like someone could literally just like slightly push it and it'll fall over. Cause it's so top. It's like a uh, 77 star Wars kind of vibes for me. Like the, yeah. <laughs> they don't make them like that anymore. You no, know? No, they definitely not. And I'm, I guarantee in the next mortal Kombat movie that comes out next week, Goro is going to be like a completely CGI character, which is fine. But I think, even though it looks like a bad puppet, there's still, you know, some, um, some, some truth to, or some, some positives to having a bad looking puppet on film. Cause that's still a tangible thing. And even if it looks silly, you can, you still believe it's real. Gore was a puppet. Yeah. He was a puppet in that movie. Well, it, it looked like a dude, but then they had this giant apparatus on top of him and then that was puppeted and then just some guy kind of just kind of <laughs> walked like kids in the cartoons trying to stand on top of each other to buy beer you know yeah <laughs> that's, what's that's, your count number uh seven <laughs> <laughs> but no it's it's great i i will not watch the second one mortal Kombat annihilation because that's just hands down a really bad movie i don't know if i could suffer through it i actually want to watch the original mortal Kombat now yeah, I mean, it's not, like I said, it's not great, but it's like one of those things you watch that movie and just everything about it from the way it looks, like the cameras they use, the lenses they're using, the movements they're using, the way they write it. It's in a way that's like, man, they don't make movies like that anymore. Like you can make a bad movie today, but mad, bad movies today don't look like a bad movie of that time, if that makes sense. And in a way, it's nostalgic. I don't know if this movie came out today, if I would be like, oh, I love it. Like I know, I know it's a rose. You would if you were eight. Oh, sure. That's what that movie is for. Um, There's a lot of weird things that the movie does. Like there's a scene where so Johnny Cage uh, challenges Goro, and it's just like, oh, Goro, he's the scary, you know, champion. How is Johnny Cage going to beat him? And the opening thing he does is the the patented Johnny Cage nut shot, where he does the splits and kick punches him in the dick, and Goro's like, the the puppet, like, and then Johnny Cage just runs away. He like doesn't keep fighting him. He just runs off. And then Shang sounds like, Hey, go kill him. And so, and Goro, you know, goes up the stairs just for Johnny Cage. You go, Hey, dumbass!" And pushes him off a cliff. <laughs> like, why couldn't you just kill him there? And it's, it's a weird sequence, but I love it. It's so bad. I love it so much. Yeah. I watched it dozens of times and that and the Jean-Claude Van Damme street fighter. Oh yeah. Another gem. Can't wait till they remake that, but they got to bring back JCVD. Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So that was your streaming list, right? That was okay. Mine's pretty short as well. I had a pretty hellacious week, um, at the old day job, which I, I narrowly, I almost escaped Andy. <laughs> almost. Dude. I'm very invested in, in the doge coin. Listeners may know what that is. And before you think I'm a douche, I have very strong feelings about it. 
for another platform. I would, I could, I could wax about it. I could talk about it a lot. I'm not going to go there here. Just know that I almost made and still may a large enough sum of money to just like full time commit to my nine fans. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) Um, Anyway, we're also very excited to uh, introduce to the streaming things podcast family dogecoin cast with chris <laughs> Dogecast. it's just chris welcome back i'm freaking out i need to borrow money um, to, the moon. <laughs> to the moon why did you sound like I, that's uh what's his brian was saying is what you sounded like when he does that voice <laughs> no no to the moon to the moon I can never have you. <laughs> uh, anyway, I did watch some things. I watched the new HBO Max show, The Nevers, uh, written directed by Joss Whedon, uh, or at least co-wrote by Joss Whedon. And the first episode was directed by Joss Whedon. I know that's kind of a eh, not not so good of a name to bring up these days uh, for good reason. But the show is actually good. It's it's very complex. It's like a steampunk. It's way more steampunky than I had predicted. Hmm. Um it's a Victorian era, like X-Men sort of, not to be uh, reductionistic, but so it's about these, uh, I think it's mostly women, at least that I've seen so far. It could be exclusively women. They are what we call touched. Uh, and that just means they have powers. They're kind of like born as mutants and they all have different abilities. Like one's giant and one can see the future and one, you know, can throw fireballs. It's, it's the X-Men, right? Sounds so I'm, good. I'm already in that, right? And it's Victorian era though. So it's like mid 1800s um, horse and buggy. Jane Austen type stuff. Uh, it's very complex, you know, political intrigue and, and uh, you know, sociology involved in it. And I didn't really know what was going on for like the first 20 minutes or so or care to and started to get concerned. Um, but then it all kind of came together. I still don't really know what's going on, but I have a sense of it and it was very entertaining. So I highly recommend the Nevers. Uh, mostly the appearance of Nick Frost is kind of what I had no, I don't watch trailers as often as I can avoid them. So I didn't know he was in it and he is playing a very serious, dangerous gangster role, which I have never seen. Oh, wow. Um, like the most serious thing I've ever seen him. No, that's not true. It wasn't serious at all, but our, uh, fighting with the family. I'm sure Steve, you've seen that. I actually haven't really wow. as a huge wrestling fan. Wow. The, uh, the I page, pick from, I pick and choose my battles. Yeah. You should watch that movie. Well, it's actually really good. Her, mo- her family is kind of a real life piece of shit. So I didn't really want to support that endeavor. Oh, like in real life, yeah. they're terrible people. Yeah. Well, in the movie, the Nick Frost daddy version is a wonderful man. And, uh, <laughs> I'm sure he would love to find that out. And I love Florence Pugh and I highly recommend the movie, even if the, the, the actual people didn't turn out so well. Uh, but anyway, Nick Frost, he's like this, I don't even know how to describe it. Like he shows up in this carriage and he's having this Peaky Blinders-esque negotiation with one of the main characters. And he's like, I'll fucking cut you right here. You know, and I'm like, <laughs> Nick Frost, you won't do that. You know, like it's so weird, but Nick it's Frost, awesome. A bad boy. Stop it. Stop being a bad You're boy. You're not going to cut her. <laughs> Was uh, it believable though? Like, did did he get yes. did he nail the role? Yes, oh, yeah. he's fearsome. His like lackey pisses him off when she leaves, and I was like, I don't want to be that guy. Um, so that's neat. He's got the bald head and the beard now. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. anyway, love Nick Frost. Andy, do you remember when Nick Frost played Santa Claus in Doctor Who? I don't. No. When did that happen? I think it was. I think it was in the Peter Cabaldi era. era. Oh, okay. I haven't made it there yet. He's a great Santa Claus because he's like a I don't give a fuck kind of Santa Claus. I paused my rewatch. I got most of the way through up to Matt Smith, and I'm about back up to where I'm where I left it off before. So I'm excited. Very excited. Peter Capaldi. 
I just want to say that. Peter Capaldi. <laughs> Sorry. It's a fun get, name to say. Get ready for Peter Capaldi's attack eyebrows. <laughs> uh, I also watched a movie called Overlord. Have you guys seen this? Is that the uh, zombie movie? Yes. Like Nazi zombies. It's John I, Walker. It does have Wyatt Russell. That's why I watched it. I was trying to like, because uh, we'll get to that in a second. But no, we'll get to it now. I don't like Falcon and the Winter Soldier at all. And Normie. Therefore, I don't like Wyatt Russell. And I've seen a lot of like, he's actually a really good actor <laughs> stuff on Twitter. Um, so I was like, really? Let me see this. Um, I don't know if he's a good actor or not. Like, I'm not going to say I'm not an actor, right? I, I've, I've dabbled, but who knows? I'm not a huge fan, but I'm sure he's a great guy. I didn't like Overlord either is what I'm getting at. So that didn't. I was like, <laughs> and I don't mind schlock and I don't mind horror and I don't mind like having fun with stuff at all. I know you can't tell from my recent reviews of things, but typically I like to have a good time. Uh, so I'm like the party Nazi zombies. I love that video game, uh, the sub game on call of duty. I'm gonna watch this. And it was produced by Steven Spielberg, which you can tell it's a beautiful movie. There's mm-hmm. a lot of money in the camera and you can tell that it's very bumpy, almost too much. Like some of the visual effects are crazy. You've seen the movie to both of you have seen it. I have. That, yeah. So that, like, that like I've decapitated head, like help me what's going on or whatever. I was like, yes. Holy fuck. Yeah. That was I crazy have looking. I've seen it only through the prism of the person sitting in front of me of an airline trip was watching it and i saw everything with no headphones on <laughs> you watched the entire thing that way yeah was it like one of those things that you actually had to pay to watch did you have a screen yourself that you could have watched yeah, it on and didn't yeah, but they but the person was watching the whole time and, the, and i just kept finding myself kind of my eyes drifting like what are they doing over there why didn't you just ask for headphones and watch it because i'm fucking cheap as shit man oh they they cost money and we're on that flight yeah on that one yeah huh that okay. was it was like a premium one or like it had just come out or something Interesting. Anyway, if I'm, I could be remembering wrong, but I remember there, there was a reason why I was like, oh, I'm not going to the flights I've been on. They just walk up and down, handing them out to everybody. Like, say, this these, is where Steve these. just discovered that it's free. Oh man, I sat for five hours. <laughs> you rich fucks and coach with your headphones, watching the TVs on the seatsies. I can hear what's on the TV. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, I didn't hate it, but I was just like, even for what it was, I wasn't like super entertained, you know? Mm-hmm. And for instance, I'm watching it with my kid and he didn't want to like finish it, you know? And he's wow. pretty easy to entertain. Um, but there were some really good scenes. I could see the money on the screen. It was fun. It was fine. I should say it was directed by Julius Avery and uh, written by Billy Ray. Uh, I also watched, as Andy pointed out, Nobody. And in fact, we had meant to watch uh, Minari because we wanted to watch. We've seen most of the Best Picture nominees, except for like two apiece, different ones, I think. Mm-hmm. And um, But neither had seen Minari. And that was the only movie neither of us had seen on the Best Picture noms list. And we're like, let's watch Minari. So we watched Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Terrible idea. Got really sleepy. Hated it even more than the other ones. Uh, so then we got some food, came back, then I got all full and I looked at Andy and I was like, look, it's probably an amazing film. I'm going to watch it this week. I don't want to watch Minari right now. And I'm again, I don't watch trailers, so I don't even know what the fuck it's about. I just I'm looking at the cover like, no. And, and Andy's like, I don't either. And so I'm like, give me the remote. And I swipe right twice because he's on Grinder on his Apple TV. And I'm just playing around. Right. And then I close that app and I go into Apple TV and I swipe right once. And I find nobody now available to rent because it was ex- one of the only films this year to be exclusively in theaters. And we still don't go to theaters. And it's nobody. 1999 to watch it. Holy shit. 
let's do it. Andy, it's your credit card anyway. And I clicked it <laughs> and we rented that. And, and then he turned to me and went, Oh shit, you have yours password protected. I was like, yeah, bro. <laughs> no, that's bullshit. Um, so as he said, it was directed by, uh, Ilya Nyshuler. I believe you pronounced it. So, sounded correct. I think so. And then Derek Colstead, the, uh, writer of the John wick franchise up until the newest movie. Um, and you can definitely tell that he wrote the John wick movies. It is very much as Andy said, Bob wick, um, Andy had a good time. He was also not as into it as I was. I got the vibe. Not quite as much. I fucking love this movie. Second half, I, I, I dug into it. For sure. They really leaned into it. Mm-hmm. It has Christopher Lloyd in it. I don't know if you knew this. Great Steve. Scott. <laughs> and it is awesome. And he does exactly what you would expect Christopher Lloyd in a John Wick movie to do. Build a DeLorean and run people over. It is fucking amazing. And they've totally leaned into that. And I actually got a lot about out of the, the thematic elements, the casting, much like what I said about promising young woman a few weeks ago, this is an excellent uh, exhibition of how to like cast the perfect person for what you're trying to say. Um, it's, it's meant to be an unassuming every man with the abilities of John Wick. Uh, which I think in some ways John Wick was meant to be. And yet it's Keanu Reeves. Mm-hmm. And we all know he's the hardest working man in show business. So it doesn't surprise us he can do those things. But Bob Odenkirk, you're genuinely surprised if he was to say, you know, kill three men with a pencil, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, absolutely enamored with that movie. And I think it's partially because I haven't had that much fun watching a movie in like a month or maybe even longer. No offense to GVK. I know there's some huge fans of Godzilla versus Kong out there for, for a lot of the world. I think Godzilla versus Kong was this cathartic experience. They hadn't experienced in a good while. Cause there hadn't been any giant blockbusters in so long. And they were like, ah, oh, fucking money on the yeah. screen. <laughs> yes. You know, like that was that for them. And I'm not trying to take that away from them, but it just, it pissed me off for like, I, that was maybe I watched, too many Godzilla movies that week and it just made it worse. Right. But for me, that was nobody for me. Like, yes. You know what I mean? Like it was, I was so fun. I was watching it with my homies as Dr. Evil would say. Homies. <laughs> Having such a good time. I was so thoroughly entertained. So for listeners out there, nobody is worth every penny of that 20 bucks. If you can swing it, go do it now. It's amazing. Had such a good time. Um, anyway, that's my end rant. That's all that I was able to stream this week. And that's about all I got to say about that. Now, moving on to our next segment. Check the gate. All right. Check the gate is the segment wherein we here at streaming things delve into we made that bumper yes every time (laughs) (laughs) we delve into the hottest most steamiest freshest takes on film and tv news out there that you can find literally anywhere else and this week i've gathered a few things did you guys know we're gonna i'm gonna start this new format of check the gate where i just say did you guys know that the what first off, did you know that Amazon is making a Lord of the Rings TV series? I did. Mm-hmm. Of course you did. You're not idiots, right? Yeah. Did you know that that TV series cost Amazon? How much? Okay, let's do it this way. It's even more fun, listeners. How much would you, Andy's pouring more liquor and you can hear it. And I love that ambiance to the show. Very sorry. I don't drink just so you guys, I didn't relapse. They're doing it. Uh, 
Did you get, how much do you think it costs? What does that say about us? <laughs> you're normal people and you're not going to smoke crack cocaine if you drink. I saw the, uh, except Andy, but he does it like an adult. <laughs> yeah. How much do you think it cost? Uh, it's ruined because you saw. Yes. Oh, Steve, how much do you think it cost? Like the sh- the show? Like, yeah, like production and how much do you think season. Amazon spent on season one of Lord of the Rings? Mm, Three hundred and fifty million. Fair guess. Four hundred and sixty-five million dollars, uh, which I believe is the most anyone has ever spent on a series of television by many, many millions. Uh, more than Game of Thrones, in fact. And you know how expensive Game of Thrones looked. So it's it begs the question. On the one hand, the nerd side of me is actually, I'll be honest, I'm 99% of me is like, that's going to be fucking awesome, right? Because <laughs> right. I'm a selfish <laughs> person. So dope. Now, there is a, it was a, actually a, a bit of a controversy on Twitter because it's like Amazon famously doesn't pay their workers enough and yeah. the conditions that they have. And yet they were able to spend $465 million dollars on a season on a show not only that on a season of tv but we don't know how money is made from these things at least i don't on streaming networks it's sort of a mystery you get some extra subscribers perhaps but it's like you know you make a film for 400 million dollars and you can expect that you you need 600 million in the global box office to I think honestly part of it is you have to spend more than you make for those types of services to a point just to have tax breaks and shit until eventually you can establish a subscriber base enough and jack your prices enough to turn the corner as it were. I, su- I, I suppose, I mean, there's, it's gotta be lucrative because a lot of different streaming services exist, but it's bizarre. Um, but yeah, they really uh, dug into the bottom of the old Bezos piggy bank on that yeah. one. Fun fact, that, that is very little of Bezos' fortune to make that movie. He actually <laughs> made that much money in the time you spent listening to this announcement. <laughs> I also read that it, uh, so just that first season is going to cost, even adjusted for inflation, more than the entire production cost of the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Wow. Crazy. I mean, that kind of makes sense, I get, depending on how many episodes There's there are. a lot more hours of footage. A lot more hours of footage. And well, also, sort of. No, you not. the extended versions. <laughs> That's right. I was going to say, maybe not. <laughs> I mean, uh, Lord of the Rings in general, I think, is a type of property where you could easily sink all kinds of money into because you got to everything about it. Is you got to delve you deep. Have, you have to build. You can't just like, let's go out in that field and shoot. What? That doesn't look like Middle Earth. You know what I mean? Like yeah. there's a very I think that's exactly style. what they did in New Zealand, bro. Well, uh, well <laughs> you, you have to move your production to New Zealand. True that. And I assume that's not where the production is based out of, I would assume. Beast. Um, it's called Beast there. Beast? It's not Beast out of there. Hey, friend. I want to see Taika Waititi's Lord of the Rings. It'd be amazing. Peace off, Gondor. One ring to bind them and in the dark find them. <laughs> I would love to see the New okay, Zealand, the polite New Zealand version of Lord of the Rings. <laughs> what, this is a quick aside, but one of my favorite things. So, uh, hey, give me that ring back. <laughs> last week, oh, you're right here. Last week tonight with John Oliver used to do a like a fun little ribbing of New Zealand where they would play news footage anytime that Eminem, the rapper Eminem, was in the news in New Zealand because it's like this week on Eminem because they all say Eminem is how they pronounce that. Yeah. So it would just be a super cut of Eminem is doing this song. Eminem. Anyway, we love you folks from New Zealand. I love. I'm very you. jealous of your accent. In fact, I wish Not I had that accent for you. real. We're laughing with you. Uh, in other news, uh, my Powerpuff Girls coverage continues. Uh, oh, <laughs> hell yeah. 
those who forgot, they are making a live action Powerpuff Girls. And I, this is a terrible piece of news for an audio format, but I saw the picture of the costumes. Did you really? I did. Wow. Describe them. So describe them as best you can. Uh, they're girls. Paint us a picture. <laughs> they're girls. Uh-huh. Uh, looking really powder puffy, uh, colorful. Checking the boxes. But in real news, I didn't know that Diablo Cody was a writer attached to this project. Did oh, you? I didn't know that either. That's Did awesome. You? It is awesome. So famously wrote Juno and Jennifer's Body and uh, Young Adult. Young Adult. Young Adult, if you're an asshole. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, okay. I also found out when I was poking around on HBO Max looking for um, new episodes of Made for Love and The Nevers. Uh, the Iron Anniversary. Did you guys see this? Did you happen to log into HBO Max at all this week? No. What happened? So it's the 10-year anniversary of the Game of Thrones television show. And Uh-oh. so they have like a whole section on their streaming app called the Iron Anniversary. And it's all of the most watched episodes of all time. Probably some extra behind-the-scenes stuff. And they're making it a whole thing. And they also tweeted, uh, Winter is Coming on the official Game of Thrones HBO Twitter account, which the only reason I bring this up, I found it somewhat. I mean, it's definitely funny, but it's also a little bit annoying. Uh, They just got this barrage of hate under the winter is coming. And I just found it after 10. Like the hashtag, is that what you mean? Like on Twitter? They just tweeted winter is coming, which is their first tweet in what a year, two years, because it's been so long. Mm -hmm. And there was just every comment was like, It just got escalating so quickly. It was like, uh, you're coming to my house to fix that season eight. Like, try all this weird stuff in the beginning. And then eventually, like, fuck you. Fuck your mom. You killed my whole fucking life. And it was like, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Winter is coming. That's all I said. And, like, after nine years and then one bad year, I would even argue, like, 9.89 solid years of the most phenomenal television ever produced that is all you can do. Like, did that finale really destroy all of their goodwill? Mm. I would say nay. I say nay. Hard. I, I think that's quite rude. And so everybody's like, Iron Anniversary mob, these nuts. You know, like, it's just like, <laughs> wow, guy. I don't know. I just thought it was weird. You didn't it, see any of that? No. No. In my, no, in my no, head no. canon, Game of Thrones ends with the Battle of Winterfell. The uh, season eight, episode three, I think. Okay. That one's the long night. The long night. That's yeah. Right. Yeah. So that's that's where that's well, where the that's show. That's one ends. of the things most of the people are so pissed off about. Which is amazing. Which is weird because that's I love that episode. They're like, oh, you spent so long building up the big baddie just to get killed by a fourteen-year-old girl with a knife, and I'm like, that's the point. It's amazing. Oh that's that her whole purpose in life. That was my favorite moment of like any TV series of all time. Is when that happened. <laughs> when Arya kills the. Oh, I was yeah. so I, I was so pumped for that. I'm not even gonna lie. When I watched that in real time, I jumped out of my seat. And did like and like, pump my <laughs> like, fist. A, like a fist pump yeah i did a fist bump like ask my wife i like whoa yeah <laughs> all that shit in bravos meant something right <laughs> take that yeah night king Huzzah. night king of shit and also had that great night king theme in that song had it that, that I mean, song the, was the so score, i good. still listen to that entire yeah. soundtrack all the, the time when i'm seven, writing dude i still listen to that yeah all light the time. of seven is legendary killed it uh, same guy who did a lot of the Westworld stuff. Also mm-hmm. one of the best soundtracks of all time. That's also in the same writing playlist. Plug in that. You can find that on Apple Music. I was kidding. I don't care. Um, <laughs> <laughs> please don't listen to my playlist. I don't even think it's public. Anyway, I just thought 
it was weird that everybody gave it so much hate. We all love that show. Stop fucking. I mean, lying. I get it. Stop that, fucking lying. That episode did. I mean, the the, the finale did leave a lot to be desired. Hundred percent. The biggest betrayal, and not to talk about Game of Thrones the whole episode, and for me, what they did with Jamie. Um, after yeah. such a long redemption arc just to have him end in the way that he does. And I forgot to mention spoilers. I guess I'm so sorry. <laughs> wow. Uh, apparently you'll hate it anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, that's the thing that gets to me so but much. Still but still watch it. Cause that's like you said, Chris, that show is so good. I mean, except for the last, what, six episodes tops. Mediocre game of Thrones is one of the best things on television. Yeah. And precisely subpar game of thrones is one of the best things on television yeah and peak game of thrones is like blow your fucking mind you'll be obsessed yeah um anyway also i didn't i'm I'm a terrible newscaster if you could imagine a journalist that would bring up a story tonight our main story uh some dude did some shit at 7-eleven like that would be what i'm about the version of what i'm about to tell you Mm. alfred molina got (laughs) alfred molina got in trouble what for he did talk- some shit he did some shit at 7-eleven did he find out he he's talked too much in a tom holland-esque way about the uh spider-man no way home and oh. I th- all i could find that he said was something about he does everything with his octopus arms or something i don't know but it was twitter blew up like oh alfred molina's pr girl and it was just like gifts of people taking shots and stuff and i'm like I don't really feel like he did too much. I guess he's not supposed to talk about it at all, but I mean, we all knew Dr. Octopus was coming back. So like, if he says I'm using my octopus arms, it'd be like, well, yeah, I think (laughs) what I read was that he said something about it, picking up his story from Spider-Man two or something, implying that like, Oh, he lives in the universe or something. Yeah. Uh, But again, it's like, he did not die a monster. Well, it's like, again, no fucking shit. Like, you cast the same guy. Of course you're doing something like that. <laughs> and plus the the whole metaverse thing is like you're leaning pretty hard into that. Isn't that, isn't that the name of the Doctor Strange movie? And the something multiverse, multiverse, of, multiverse yeah. of madness or whatever. Yeah. So it's like, duh. But so I, I, so I, I don't see why that would be big news. But the only Alfred Molina news I saw this week with people where people were they were resurfacing the behind the scenes footage of him on Spider-Man 2 playing singing Fiddler on the Roof with his Doc Ock arms on and everything. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to see that. Okay, so this is from the article. Alfred Molina gets chatty, starts spoiling next Spider-Man film by Jordan Hoffman. And you can find it on uh, VanityFair.com. And it says, um, The British actor not only confirmed his appearance in a recent chat with Variety, uh, but he went a bit off script in detailing some plot points. Um, Self-describing himself as the worst kept secret in Hollywood, he then all but supplied his own ink. And he's supposed to be there talking about Promising Young Woman, of which he is uh, an actor in that film. So um, basically, he not only confirms he's in it, which is not a big deal. We all knew that back in December. Uh, According to the loose-lipped Molina the author writes, the new call them loose lips. <laughs> the loose new lips movie will shit, begin boys. moments after Doc Ock drowned in New York's East River in Spider-Man 2. Um, I don't even want to keep reading because you might not want to know this if you're like me. But I just thought it was funny. A, because Tom Holland has that reputation. Let me see your phone, Chris. So much that he doesn't. Oh, even- my God. He he betted Aunt May. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. He, did you say bedded? Yeah. Too much Game of Thrones talk. That's I'm some guessing. superior Spider-Man shit. Uncle Loop, Loose Lips now. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say Aunt. Just, never mind. Not allowed to say that here. Uh, any hoozle. 
That's all the news that we have here on Streaming Things this week. Let's move on to our main event, a mediocre discussion, uninformed, about the 2021 Oscar nominations. Oscars. Do we have an Oscar music bumper? Nothing? No. Hit the applause button. It's time for the 2021 Oscar nomination Oscar list. Here is your host, Kevin Hart. No, wait. Uh, <laughs> Couldn't afford him. Amy Poehler. Couldn't afford her. Uh, Mike Wazowski. Couldn't afford Billy him. Crystal, sorry. Mike Wazowski. I, I couldn't remember Billy Crystal's name, so I just said Mike Wazowski. James Franco and Emma Stone. We have, oh, that was a bad duo. Ricky Gervais. Ricky uh, Gervais. No, that's Golden Globes, and we couldn't afford him. Uh, uh, Stone Chris- Cold Steve Austin. Oh, my God. Hell, yeah. Stone Cold Steve Austin here. Sunday night Oscars to tell you if you want to see me give an award to this son of a bitch, give me a hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. All right, I'm gone. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Don't we normally open with a musical number? <laughs> <laughs> That's all I want now is Stone Cold Steve Austin to host the Oscars. Instead of a musical number, Stone Cold Steve Austin has brought his good friend, Matthew Modine here to usher us into this ceremony. Oh, hello, Matthew Modine. I didn't know there was a mic in front of me. I'm here to let you know that we're doing the Oscar nominations this year. I'm looking for 11, but they told me if I spoke into this mic, they'd point me in the right... Where is she? (laughs) Just never mind. I don't know what Austin I'm going to go this way. Yeah, she's over there. So she's actually Bye. probably nominated. She had such a profound performance in, in GBK. She wasn't there. <laughs> I'm going the other way now. Get the fuck out of here, Modine. <laughs> That's a wandering old goose. <laughs> old goose. <laughs> By the way. I wouldn't call people old geese now. That's like <laughs> it's well, There's silly goose and there's a wandering old goose and they're two different things. I've never heard anyone say wandering old goose before. I think I just made it up. <laughs> I'm using it now because the reason at work, in addition to the normal misery, there's a crazy ass goose that keeps wandering the parking lot (laughs) and which wouldn't be a big deal. You'd merely avoid it. But this, I don't know if it has rabies or if it's just, it was raised like many of us millennials. It was raised with too much (laughs) (laughs) self-confidence because if you approach anywhere in this goose's vicinity, which, by the way, is private property. He goes ballistic and he's like, get out of here. I, I hear it in his voice. Just get the fuck out of here. And the, some idiots keep like feeding him bread like he doesn't. He oh, you don't do that. Naturally know how to feed his damn self. So now do that. he'll just sit in the middle of the road and all these cars have to go around him and he just won't move. And if you get out of your car and go, shoo goose. Get out of here. Like, I, I, I tend to do. I turn into, like, a New Yorker, and I walk up to the goose. goose? And, and I'm like, I'm walking here. Nobody Ma, wants you here. There's this cat outside. <laughs> it looks like grandma, the fucking thing. This fucking Ma. goose. Blink, motherfucker. <laughs> anyway, that's what made me think of goose. There was a, there was a goose that haunted uh, the NKU library. And my boss, because I used to work at the library, my boss had an office, and the his office was floor-to-ceiling windows, right? And he had shit like leaned up against the windows because he had a pretty cluttered office. And I remember he called me into his office one time and we're talking about, you know, business shit. And all of a sudden here. 
Was it the goose? And I'm looking at the door and I'm like, what the hell is that? He's like, oh. And he leans over and he has like a painting laying, laying against the, the window and he just moves the painting two feet to the left and there's a, go- <laughs> <laughs> a goose that I guess just stood there and would peck at his at his window so he just hit it with the is he, <laughs> is he like attack, attacking the reflection yeah or something? I, I think that's what it was he, it was a very territorial goose and he would see his reflection and he would attack it dude well, geese are the fucking worst and there were so many of them like at thomas moore and in ku and it's like nobody wants to fucking fight you frank go away <laughs> <laughs> it might be good for the goose and if it is then we it's know it's good for the gander yes <laughs> steve's always there now for our main event our discussion of the 2021 oscars we've got a special treat for you here today we could mm. talk ad nauseum about who's nominated and who's not it's Mank. and go we through to each category but that would be boring and we would never do that nor would we think to do that oh i think about wanking to man let's the time. do this Andy, who do you think is going to win Best Picture this year? And I guess you should elucidate our listeners as to the nominees. So the nominees are Sound of Metal, Mank, Minari, Promising Young Woman, The Father, Judas and the Black Messiah, The Trial of the Chicago 7, and Nomadland. Okay, and Andy, and of those? Of those, I think that the winner of Best Picture should be and will be The Father. Okay. That movie was amazing. It was so good. And I cannot wait for you guys and you listeners to watch it. So good. And I'm going to go off the cuff and say that I think it should be Promising Young Woman. And I will be honest and say that it was a very close race between that and Judas and the Black Messiah. But I think that Promising Young Woman is the most divisive and discussion worthy and therefore deserves to be placed on a pedestal in the annals of time so that when people google best picture winners of the last century it'll be there in their <laughs> face and they'll be forced to watch it because that's a fun game to watch all best picture winners so is that the one that should win or i think win? it is both should and will okay well steve steve i have a question for you how dare you i i well i will do it again and not care you <laughs> stop me i will do it all the time steve how many best picture nominees have you seen this year how many have i seen this year Yeah, just given the fact that you love film you make films Ooh. you work in the filmmaking mm-hmm. industry and you run Debatable. a podcast where you talk about movies that you've seen mm-hmm. given all that how many have you seen i have seen no less than zero that is insanity. How many more than zero? How many more than zero? Also zero. Yes. And Correct. so, Steve, I ask you again. <laughs> how dare you? Well, if I had to pick out of all the nominations that you listed, Andy, which movie I think is going to win Best Picture, it will be La La Land. No, wait. Midnight. <laughs> it's Moonlight. It's moonlight. Well, that makes it even better. <laughs> no, wait. Midnight. That's exactly I how I know what I said. Zsa Gaborland. No, wait. Midnight. Because I know about movies. I did see La La Land. I did not see Moonlight. All right. So both I got very a, good movies. I got a, an even better idea. Why don't we call some random people late on a Saturday night and see what they think the best picture winner would be Ooh. just to pick up Steve's slack? Let's do that, because surely to God, these people have seen all of these movies because they're important. And that's what you do. 
That's what one does. Yeah. They get nominated. They get watched. <laughs> That's right. That's so right. So Dane's the Academy. Oscar nominations. <laughs> so who are we going to call first? I don't know. Let's just do it. What's up? Hi, Jimmy. How are you today? I'm, I'm fantastic. I'm at work. Are you really? Yeah. Who do you think is going to win Best Picture in the 2021 <laughs> Oscars? What? Who's going to win Best Picture at the 2021 Oscars? I don't fucking know. I don't even know who's in, who's running. So the nominees are <laughs> Sound of Metal, Mank, Minari, Promising Young Woman, The Father. I honestly don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate your input. I heard, uh, heard D's. D's what? D's nuts. <laughs> Well, this is off to a wonderful start. <laughs> Caller number one, thank you so much for tuning into streaming things, and we appreciate your feedback. Hey. Hey, man, I got a question for you. What? So I'm here with uh, Chris. Hi. And Andy. Hey. Oh, God. We're on streaming things. How's it going? Oh, my God. We have. I'm- we have a serious question for you. Uh, who do you think is going to win this year's Best Picture at the Oscars? <laughs> I know you've got a lot of thoughts. I know you've got a lot of thoughts. Oh, man. Um, hmm. I'm going to say Godzilla vs. Kong. Godzilla vs. Kong. <laughs> That's a solid choice. That's Kong solid was choice. actually my choice for Best Actor, so I get it. I've heard really good things from Steve about that film, so... <laughs> Famously. Fair enough. Well, uh, thank you, sir. Uh, We appreciate your service to this country. (laughs) You're welcome. Love you. Love you, too. Bye. What's up, you guys? It's Chris here. (laughs) Welcome to another episode. You really are on the show, so that's uh, phenomenal that you answered that way. Steve and Andy are here. Hello. What's up, man? Hey, what's going on, guys? What's the topic tonight? We're talking about the Oscars. Do you have any thoughts on who might win the 2021 (laughs) Best Picture nomination? Andy, elucidate him. So the nominees are Sound of Metal, Mank, Minari, Promising Young Woman, The Father, Judas and the Black Messiah, The Trial of the Chicago 7, and Nomadland. I'm going to go with a historical piece, uh, Trial of the Chicago 7, okay. for 500. <laughs> 500, Bob. <laughs> Is that how this works? Yes, uh, you get points. Yeah. You've won 500. Okay. Yeah, yeah. What 500 max. I mean, what's the consensus among the uh, cinephiles? Uh, Steve has mostly seen... Uh, Doctor Who, uh, The Expanse, and uh, Destiny Two. So I'm a I'm a pro, and (laughs) I'm going with uh, Judas and the Black Messiah, though strong contender for Promising Young Woman. And Andy, I'm going with the Father. The Father. That's right, the Father with Anthony. How does it feel to all be wrong? I mean, (laughs) how does that feel? It's Uh, typical. So, so here's the truth. I haven't seen any of them. Um, That's actually the consensus. Okay, great. Uh, Which speaks volumes uh, to... You're on my team. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't know if that's indicative of 2020 or... Yeah, yeah. So if somebody could explain to me the selection process too, maybe you guys already went over it. But how how does one get nominated 
for this? Is it a committee? Yes. Um, okay. There and, is and, uh, when they, when they, when, the, when a person stands up and they stereotypically say, first, I'd like to thank the Academy. It's because okay, there's a real uh, cabal, you can put it, of people. Yeah. So cabal has a connotation. Are, are we saying something here? Or? Well, We're that's, saying Mortal Kombat, bro. That's that's accurate yeah. because it, typically it's uh, 60 years plus white men and okay. historically. And so that's why Oscar So White is, was was a famous hashtag because they would always nominate, okay. you know, no, but look, movies no, about I'm, I'm Hollywood saying, and stuff like that. But now they're they're getting a more diverse Academy membership, and you can see that reflected in this year's nomination. So, like, who who are these people? Though, are they? What are their qualifications? They're industry workers, producers, okay. you know, uh, directors, actors, yeah. those types of people. But don't don't gain uh, directly from any of these well so films. production companies have to submit their nominees and for your for consideration consideration yeah and uh, okay. they will frequently okay. throw parties and provide gifts um to uh-huh. to to the people in the academy kind of like a hey wink wink nudge nudge i hope you really like my movie also here's a rolex kind of thing yeah mm-hmm. yeah um, okay. it's very political it's much like real politics in that way, in that way. okay okay yeah um, but thank you for answering, contributing to the show. Uh, I don't yeah, think you knew I, that was going to happen when you answered, but it worked no, out great. glad to be on, guys. Uh, <laughs> I love your guys' show. Uh, you know, long-time listener, first-time caller, and uh, I'm just really happy uh, to hear everybody's voice. And, uh, yeah, you guys uh, have a good one. Right, you too, buddy. Love you, friend. Thank love you so guys. much. Bye-bye. Hello, Madison. Hey, what's up? Hey, uh, guess what? What? You are live on streaming things. I am here with Andy. Hey. I'm here with Chris. Hey. Welcome, Welcome back. <laughs> and we have a very serious question for you. Are you ready? So serious. So serious. I'm ready. All right. The question is, who or what is your prediction to win the 2020 Oscar for 2021. best? Or I'm sorry, 2021 Oscar <laughs> for best picture this year. If you need a refresher, Andy, hit her with the nominations. The nominees are Sound of Metal, Mank, Minari, Promising Young Woman, The Father, Judas and the Black Messiah, The Trial of the Chicago Seven, and Nomad Land. Hmm. A lot of choices I there. Really, I really enjoyed Sound of Metal. Is it was a really good movie, wasn't it? It was. The sound design on it was phenomenal. And the metal I really just like sounded. that one. <laughs> I also I also really enjoyed Promising Young Women. However, I don't know if that one will win, but I would like to think so. But definitely my my vote is Sound of Metal. So you think Sound of Metal will win and deservedly so, but you think that Promising Young Woman is the most deserving. Is that that's what I'm hearing? Mm, yeah, I would say so. All right. Don't let him twist your arm. Answer truthfully, Madison. Don't let let don't let Chris cajole you. Yeah, this is into his worldview. I got it. I I will say though, <laughs> all of all of the nominations were pretty great. Uh, Minari was definitely up there. I think they had a really good really good pick from all of the choices this year. Um, but Sound of Metal, I think probably probably that one. I think that one's going to win. All right. Good choice, Madison. Good choice. Thank you so much Thank for letting you. us bother you on your uh, your Saturday night. <laughs> of course. Well, happy streaming, you guys. I'm glad you called me. <laughs> Thanks happy so streaming much. To That's going to be my new. <laughs> Damn streaming. it! Why did we sign off? That? Happy streaming, <laughs> <laughs> Madison. You're a genius. I like to think so. <laughs> <laughs> well, have a great night, Madison. Thank you for letting us bother yes. you. 
You too. Have a good one. Bye. Bye. Happy streaming. Hello? Hey, what's up? What are you doing right now? Are you busy? I got a really important question. I'm at the casino, but what's up? <laughs> <laughs> you're live on streaming things right now. Well, not live, but you're on the show. Uh, I want to see. Uh, hey. Who are you? <laughs> Andy's here. Hey. And Steve. What I win? Hey, man. <laughs> what I win? <laughs> 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 Nothing. You missed the 50 bucks because you didn't retweet my shit. Okay, uh, so who do you think is going to win the best picture for, at the Oscars this year? The Star Wars nominee. Uh, it can like be the original. It is, like but it's Last Empire. Jedi. No, as an L. As long as they're not sequel trilogy, right. those movies suck. <laughs> Are you betting it all on black over there? I missed out on Doge, so I figured maybe the casino had the answer. Didn't. <laughs> Definitely didn't. Well, call us if you need help getting out of there, or if you need all any right. money. I'll send you a fifty dollar right. Amazon gift card if you retweet my streaming All right. tweet. Retweet to my three followers. I got you. <laughs> More than us, sir. All right, see you, buddy. All right, but bye. Hey. Hey, Megan. Are you busy right now? Um, I'm just over at Ashley's. What's up? I have a really dumb question for you. Okay. Sure. So I disagree. Full disclosure. You are live on my podcast streaming things. And we have a very important conversation. We have a very important conversation to have right now with you specifically. Hey, (laughs) I'm here here with Andy. Andy, say hi. Hello. Chris, say hi. Hello. And our question for you, Megan, is who do you think is going to win the 2020 Best Picture Award? For 2021. The Os- I keep doing that. 20. <laughs> God damn it. 2021 Oscar Best Picture. Andy hit her with the nominations to give her a refresher. The nominees are Sound of Metal, Mank, Minari, Promising Young Woman, The Father, Judas and the Black Messiah, Trial of the Chicago Seven and Nomadland. What you got, Megan? Uh, dude, I've not seen any of that shit. <laughs> well, what movie so, would you pick? What movie would you pick? What was the one with the girl? The one with the girl? Promising Young Woman. There you go. Let's go with that That's one. actually a very solid choice. Now, Megan, why would you choose that one? Women are a solid choice. Would you say <laughs> that it sounded promising? Yes. <laughs> very promising. <laughs> very. Megan, I love you. Thank you so much for letting me bother you on your Saturday night. (laughs) (laughs) I try. I love you. Don't always bother me. I will. Are you are you going to be home tomorrow? Yes. I will see you tomorrow. Yes, please. All right. I'll see you then. (laughs) Bye. Bye. (laughs) Megan lives with my wife's parents. Oh. Yo, what up? What up, dude? What are you doing? Uh, you know, just got um, got done working from 6 a.m. till 9.22. I just stepped in the door not too long ago. That sounds like a nightmare shift, man. So I'm here with uh, Chris and Steve. Hello. And Hello. You're live on streaming things right now. We were calling to find out what do you think is going to, which movie do you think is going to win Best Picture this year at the Oscars? What are the nominees? The nominees are Sound of Metal, I'm glad you asked. Mank, Minari, Promising Young Woman, The Father, Judas and the Black Messiah, the Trial of the Chicago Seven, and Nomadland. I'm going to go Judas and the Black Messiah just because I've heard good things about it. Uh, I haven't seen any of those movies. Not a one? Not a single one. Son not of a e- bitch. Not even Mank? 
I don't know if you want to have no idea what that was like. I thought Andy just messed up what he was saying. Like, I didn't know. Bro, Mank is a movie about the making of Citizen Kane, which is widely regarded as the best movie of all time. We wank to Mank on here. <laughs> That's true. I mean, dude, if you guys are wanking to Mank, and here I come. <laughs> <laughs> You guys just told me after working for 14 hours, so I'm, I'm on the way there for if there's Mank over there. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll keep the Mank warm for you. Yeah, right. I mean, I don't like, I don't like cold Mank. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I mean, I got my shirt off right now. Sounds like I probably should keep it off if I'm Manking. <laughs> Evan, I love you and I appreciate your input. All right, love you guys too. See you, buddy. I, mean, I don't really, I don't, I don't know Steve as well as I know you and Chris, but I mean, I, I met him at the movies once. Hell yeah! And I don't, I don't think we manked, but uh, you know, but hey, there's a first time for everything. You may have. We might have, dude. I don't even know what it is, but it just sounds intriguing. So we might have. You're right. Hey, when the lights go down in the theater, anything can happen. You're right, dude. That's, <laughs> You're right. I, don't, I, I have nothing else to say. <laughs> we enjoy your evening. Thank you so much, Evan. I love you. <laughs> I love you all, too. Have a good night, fellas. Right, bye. What's up, brother? Hey, buddy. What are you doing right now? Uh, Sitting on my couch. My man. Well, right now, instead of sitting on your couch, you are live on streaming things. We have a couple questions for you, my man. You ready? <laughs> are you ready to yeah. be on the show? I'm ready to be on the show. Phone we, a friend. Totally the, off the script, not expecting anything. Ask me whatever. All right, here we go. Who do you think is going to win 2020's Best Picture at the Oscar this year? Andy, hit him with the nominees. So the nominees for the 2021 Best Picture are Sound of Metal, Mank, Minari, Promising Young Woman, The Father, Judas and the Black Messiah, Trial of Chicago 7, and Nomadland. John, you wank with Mank. What do you, what do you think? Oh my gosh. A lot of those are phenomenal movies. Uh, I usually go with the dark horse. I usually am more biased towards movies. I like who's the dark promising horse? promising young woman is a great movie. I'd either Ooh. have to give it to that or I would go with um, uh, Judas and the black Messiah. That movie was so great. I such a nice tale. Gun to your head. It. Who are you picking? Judas or oh, uh, promising young woman? Judas. I got to pick Judas. Uh, Loved it. There's not really a gun. It's not really a gun. Yeah. Oh, okay. Then it's, I'd go with Promising Young Woman. Even though it isn't. <laughs> My man. That's who there I would go. that's who I picked. All right. Well, thank you, buddy. I'm gonna let you go. Okay. I love you. All right. Cool. Have fun on the podcast. <laughs> Yay. Thanks, Bye, man. buddy. <laughs> hey. Hey, Abby. How are you? I'm good. I'm confused. <laughs> well, get ready to get even more confused because right now, Abby, I have you on my podcast streaming things right now. Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm here with Andy. You remember Andy Casson from yeah. NFS? Hey. Hi. And we're also here with Chris. Hello. Hi. And we have an important question to ask you, Abby. Oh, no. And that is, who do you think is going to win the Best Picture Oscar for the 2021, the year 2021? Andy hit her with the nominations. The 2021 Best Picture nominees are Sound of Metal, Mank, Minari, Promising Young Woman, The Father, Judas and the Black Messiah, The Trial of the Chicago 7, and Nomadland. I think 
I want to say Nomadland, but I wouldn't be surprised if Mank won because that's just the type of like boring movie that would. <laughs> so you thought Mank Mank was boring? Uh, I just didn't watch it. <laughs> so I have no, I have no uh, reason behind that. I just get the feeling Gary Oldman. I love him, but you know, have you I seen have any no- of these movies, Abby? Yeah, I've seen Nomadland. I've seen um, Trial of Chicago Seven. What are they? I, I've seen a few. So which one would you choose? Like if you were the head of the Academy and like it all fell onto you as to who got the award, who would you hand that award to? Uh, I wouldn't be mad if Nomadland won because I really like the director's style of using just like real people kind of as themselves. Um, I think it's really unique and it's an Asian American woman as far as I know. So it's great. Got to have that representation. Exactly. So, well, sweet. Well, thank you, Abby. That's all we needed. I know this is you like to spend your Saturday night, so we, we very much appreciate it. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> honored to be on. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Abby. I'll talk to you later, okay? Happy streaming. Bye, Abby. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Hello. Hey, man. How's it going? What's up, dude? Hey, so I got a really dumb question for you. Okay. And full disclosure... Currently, I am recording you on my podcast. I have Andy with me. Hello. I have Chris hey. with me. How's it going? Howdy. What's up? Uh, so we have a question for you, man. So we're talking about the Oscars coming up next week, and we wanted yes. to know what you think is going to win this year's Best Picture Oscar. If you need a refresher, Andy's got the nominees for you. On deck. The nominees are Sound of yes. Metal, Mank, Minari, Promising Young Woman, The Father, Judas and the Black Messiah, The Trial of the Chicago Seven, and Nomadland. Well, um, I'm sure I'm, you've seen one, all of those. <laughs> uh, I love to wish I've seen all of them, but um, I would want The Sound of Metal because it's a great story and it has a really powerful message in it. But uh, the movie I think is Nomadland. Um, it took the Golden Globe. And I feel that it is the more prominent of the movies that has been seen more by most people. And Francis McDormand apparently delivers a outstanding performance that um, is probably going to win her the Oscar too, as well. So, have you seen Nomadland? I've not seen Nomadland. Um, I was just I've read up on all the movies because you obviously you know I gotta know about the movies. You're the biz. Seen it. Yeah, everyone's seen it. Says it's amazing. Uh, and the director, I think it's a. Uh, Chloe Chow, I want to say. Chloe Zhao. Uh, yeah. Oh, Zhao, yeah. Um, now apparently, she is most likely going to win Best Director for it as well. Um, but apparently, it's a it's a really powerful piece that Frances McDormand, like I said, delivers an expi- or inspiring performance. So she is excellent in that movie. Yeah. So, uh, but I believe I believe No Manland. Um, I would I, I like I said The Sound of Metal, um, the story. I mean, you got a metal drummer that is losing his hearing, and I mean, all he lives is music, and then he has to go to a uh, a place where he has to deal with deaf people and learn sign language and learn to live without his love. So that is a better story to me. But again, I believe with the Academy, and most likely will be Nomadland. Completely unrelated to Sound of Music. Chris, yeah. are you a fan of uh, Mr. Holland's Opus? Because that sounds very similar. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what? You know, 
Do you fuck with Mr. Holland's It's also unrelated to Sound of Metal, which was the actual movie we were talking about. Yeah. But I do love me some Dreyfus. Oh, yeah. Well, Chris, thank you for letting us uh, call you and bug you on your Saturday night. I'm, I'm sure you've been very, very busy. Oh no! I just actually got back from vacation, but uh, thank you for uh, for giving me a call. Let me explain and let me be part of your uh, your ongoing, growing podcast that I hear is really good. So happy to have you on, and very, very appreciative of your name. I think it's a good one. <laughs> oh, it's a great name. I, I feel. I mean, I know it's. I mean, I, I feel like it's better than Steve, but that's whatever. I mean, that's, that's, that's Easy. To me. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Steve. You know that. I love you too, man. Well, thank you again, buddy. I'll, I'll talk to you later, okay? All right, guys. Take care. Have a good one. Happy too, streaming. Bye. All right, bye. Baby love. Well, hello, my gorgeous better half. How are you? Hi, good. How are you? Good. I'm good. Before you get uh, you know too involved, I want to let you know that you're on my podcast. All the listeners at home are listening to you right now. Say hi. Hello. <laughs> Steve and Andy are here as well, of course. Hey. Hi. <laughs> I wanted to invite you on the podcast to ask you a very important question. Are you ready? Okay. Mm-hmm. Who do you think should win Best Picture at this year's 2021 Oscars? If you need to know the nominations, Andy, go ahead. The nominees are Sound of Metal, Mank, Minari, Promising Young Woman, The Father, Judas and the Black Messiah, Trial of the Chicago 7, and Nomadland. <laughs> What if I haven't seen any of those? Right, that's actually a theme for this evening. So what, just what would you pick? Yeah. What was the best movie you saw? Uh, I don't know. I can't even rem- think of any that came out this year on the spot. Just say Austin Powers. Awesome. You know, Powers. you want to. Oh, that was. <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> watch that whole trilogy. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, thank you, honey, for your input. I love you very much. I'll see you soon. Okay, I love you. Bye. 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 Hey, what's up, man? P-Dog, what's up, my man? How's it going? So, full disclosure, you are currently being recorded on streaming things. You're live on my podcast right now. Uh, I've got Andy Casson here with me. Hey, man. I've got Chris Rudd with me. Hi, P-Dog. How's it going? And we've got a very important question for you. Are you ready? All right. I'm ready for it. What, in your opinion, should win the Oscar for the 2020 Best Picture Award? Andy, hit him with the nominations to refresh his memory. The nominees are Sound of Metal, Mank, Minari, Promising Young Woman, The Father, Judas and the Black Messiah, The Trial of the Chicago 7, and Nomadland. Well, full disclosure, I've only seen about half of those. That's okay. Oh. Good. I've literally never seen any of them. So you're in a far better position than I am. Uh, all right. Um, I will say out of all of those, I did enjoy the most trial of the Chicago seven. Wow. So out of what I would pick is that was probably my favorite. Who knew Sasha Baron Cohen could act? Cause I did. <laughs> um, you know, a uh, little Aaron Sorkin dialogue, always good for the soul. I don't know. I learned some stuff. I, uh, I felt some stuff. I loved it. So yeah, definitely that would be my pick. Tell me more about the stuff you feel. What um, are you feeling you, right now? You know, I felt, uh, 
I felt a wide range of emotions. Um, you know, I felt angry. Mm. I felt it. Uh, I felt, uh, I felt happy. I oh. felt triumph. Mm. I felt it down in my plums. Yeah, you know? baby. Yeah. Would you say it made you want a mank? <laughs> so I actually don't know what mank means. That's one of the ones that I haven't seen. So you what don't, is, you don't wank to mank is what we're getting I, at. I, I have no clue. Uh, what 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 is mank? Andy, I, I, I Andy loves what Andy loves mank. I almost said wank. Mank, Andy loves mank. <laughs> mank is just the name of the gentleman who wrote Citizen Kane. His his name is Herman Mankiewicz, and he went by mank. Oh, okay, okay. Well, I mean, I have heard from the grapevine that uh, that you like wank as well too. So that is a truth fact. <laughs> you know, fun fact: we've been polling everybody, Peyton. Everybody seems to love wank. <laughs> It's a very popular platform. <laughs> Get on it. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll, I'll dip my toe into it. I don't know if I want to go full in. I'll, I'll just dip a little toe. My man. Well, thanks, man. Uh, thanks for uh, yeah, letting us bother no. you on your Saturday night. No, dude, I appreciated it. I saw that you were calling. I was like, oh, this is definitely going to be important. But uh, and it uh, yes, it, it, it exceeded my expectations. <laughs> hey, uh, actually, while you're there, is Sue near you? Sue is not. Unfortunately, I was actually just watching oh, The Cabin in the Woods. Oh, and, I love that uh, movie. Well, you caused me to miss the ending, um, but oh, it's okay. Shit, I'm sorry. It's all right. No, it's all right. I've seen it a couple times before. So, <laughs> oh, we'll, we'll get in there. Get in there and uh, finish that movie with uh, your dad and all his friends. <laughs> I will. I will. <laughs> all right, I, I'll see you later. All right. Take it easy, guys. All Good right, hearing from you. Bye. Hey, dude. Dude, what's up? Not much. How's it going? Good. So, full disclosure, you are currently live on streaming things. I'm calling you from the studio. Hey, Sam. I'm here with Chris. Oh. He just said hi. I'm here with Andy oh. Casson. Hey, dude. He just said hi. Oh, I'm so honored. This is so unexpected. <laughs> <laughs> How are you doing, buddy? I'm good. I'm good. My night's going well. well I got How are a, you all? I've got a very important question for you. <laughs> Okay. Okay. And that question is, can I borrow 20 bucks? No, it's not. <laughs> I mean, I would do anything for you guys for sure. Anything. I know you're good for it. <laughs> well, the real question is fuck, Mary kill. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to like keep making wrong questions. But the real question is, who do you think is going to win the 2021 mm -hmm. best picture for the oscars andy hit him with those nominations baby the nominees are sound of metal mank minari promising young woman the father judas and the black messiah the trial of the chicago seven and nomadland what you got buddy which one was steve young in uh minari. he was in minari that one why that one i okay full disclosure I haven't seen any of these films. <laughs> you were like the fifth person who's been who said that. <laughs> <laughs> but I've heard how good that movie is, and I've heard how great his performance is. So that's just my gut. And let's and, be honest, that's how people actually vote, like in presidential elections, everything, right? Like, I don't know what's going on. I recognize that name. Check. Ballot. Done. Right. Yeah, do you guys think all those SAG actors actually watch all those screeners? Fuck no, they don't. <laughs> they do not. They're working they're nine like, to five oh. just like the rest of us. Exactly. They're like, oh, is Leonardo in that one? That's not winning Best Picture. And it's not winning Best Actor again. That's how it goes. Unless it's The Revenant. 
Like, yeah, they, they were like, fine. You crawled around on the ground for five months in Alaska and you had a bear maul you. You could have one. We've all had bears maul us, let's be honest. You know? We have? No, we have not. <laughs> we have not. Absolutely not. Hey, uh, is Sophie next to you? She's not. She's actually out with a friend right now. Could you open the window and yell at her to come answer the phone? Yeah, hold on. <laughs> Are you trying to see what Sophie's choice would be? Oh, oh man. Oh, he's yeah, she's, like, she's like across town right now. So she's like, <laughs> damn it. All right. I was going to ask you the same question. <laughs> tell it, tell her that she missed out. Oh, I will. I will tell her when she missed out when she gets back. <laughs> Screaming out the window. <laughs> you missed out. Well, Hey, th- thanks man. We're going to let you go, but thank you so much for uh, taking time out of your day to uh, answer our very dumb question about Oscars. <laughs> Oh, no, seriously, anytime. I've been listening to you guys. You are all doing a fantastic job. Keep up the good work. I'm enjoying listening to your podcast while I'm at my 9 to 5. Oh, thank you so nice, much, man. Sam. I love you. It means the world to me. It means the world to me that you said that. I love you. <laughs> all right, man, I'm going to let you go. You have a great night, okay? All right, you guys take care. Bye. Happy streaming. Bye bye. You're shaking your head. Well, it's just one of my closest friends. I call them at least twice a week. My phone's not ringing. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we talk a lot. Thank you for calling Jet's Pizza. How can I help you? Hi, this is Chris here at Streaming Things. How are you? Good. I was just wondering who you thought was going to win the 2021 Oscar for Best Picture. I don't know. So the nominees are Sound of Metal... Mank, Minari, we are, Promising Young Woman, The Father, Judas and the Black Messiah, Trial of Chicago 7, and Nomadland. I have no clue, but we have 10 minutes before close, so what do you want to order? I'm so sorry. We'll just call you back, okay? Okay, bye. (laughs) I didn't know you were calling a pizza (laughs) I really, does no one care about movies anymore? (laughs) Oh my God. Well, that's, she was like in the middle of pre-cleaning something so she can get out early. It's just like these motherfuckers. I ran a pizza place for five. They years. know it's mank. <laughs> <laughs> She's just ecstatic. There's no order to make. Do you know what I mean? That's true. That's true. All right. Anyway, do you want to try other other people? Let's do this. Other pizza places. <laughs> La Roses. What do you think? <laughs> Papa John's is saying promising young woman. We think that's controversial. That's all the time we have for this evening. I think that worked out wonderfully well and exactly as we planned. (laughs) What a great cast of characters we got to talk to. It is indeed. And I think we're going to set up something maybe that we could talk to our uh, other listeners from abroad and try to figure how that is, at least so they could leave voicemails. In retrospect, the Oscars idea of having a most popular movie best picture winner might not have been a bad idea. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. Mm. Everybody blew the fuck up. Like, what the fuck? Why would you do that? It's lame. It's whoever made the most money. It's like, no, that's what people actually watched. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. And I think I just want to end on this note, too. In my opinion, uh, which is definitely the end all be all as a straight white male. Am I right? Sure. (laughs) I think. 2021 is a great year for that. Yeah. This year seems to be a, a gargantuan leap forward in diversity in the nominations at the Oscars. I was actually quite pleased myself. And I think in general, the consensus is that they did a better job, which is, you know, better 
It's not very hard to achieve with Correct. the Oscars history, uh, but I'm very pleased. And so I'm excited to, I might actually watch this year's Oscars uh, with something less than chagrin or cringe. So I just want to throw that out there. Uh, but that brings us to a close. Again, you can email us anytime. We love hearing your thoughts at streamingthingspod at gmail.com. Next week, we're going to be talking about the true best picture winner, Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat. Dun, 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 dun. That's all I, you know, you know how it goes. My name is Chris. I'm Andy. And I'm Steve. Congratulations to Chauncey Luce for winning our contest. And happy streaming. Let's call some people and see what they think. <laughs> how she was a big rip of the vape. <laughs> so I don't see what people are doing. <laughs> Take a big old rip of this vape. <laughs> Please put this like somewhere. <laughs> <laughs>